the Something Else Podcast. Welcome back to the Something Else Podcast. Now this is episode 26 I think and we're going to go probably another rant to be fair but we're going to be looking at the convenience of life and I've taken my glasses off for this episode because the little halo light I've got, the ring light, we can never see my eyes. The difference is now I can't see the camera. I can see me on the screen but I do have my Pokedex so everything's fine. So my question is and this is to you, to me, to everyone, to me, to you, to me, to you. English people will get that. But um, generally, I was like, is convenience good? Like, is it a good thing? Also, if the camera's wobbling, it's because my I can't stop tapping my leg. And the halo light is huge and it is heavier than the camera. But anyway, I digress. Is convenience of life a good thing? So I've got a couple of examples. I'll probably try and think of some as I typically do on the top of my head as we talk. So, my first one, we're going to look at technology. Now, technology, that's come along... Like a really long way. So like. You only have to look into like 1960s. And their normal desktop PCs. Was like. The same size as. Like a modern day living room. You know. They would have. I don't know. A piece of RAM. That's like. The size of Andre the Giant. You know. Chips everywhere on it. And it was probably only like. A megabyte of memory. You know. And then it's when you when you look at how far we've come ahead, I mean, how is it? How is it, right? We can get someone on the moon in nineteen was it nineteen sixty nine? Yet we can't drive through like a quite a pop tree populated area and remain with a signal on your phone. Like I rang my sister the other day, it was today actually. I was coming home from band practice, which I'm gonna proper promote in a moment because there's a big thing happening. But um, I was driving home and I, I rang her because I just wanted to see how it was going on. And um, yeah, she uh, I lost signal because I went past trees. You know, we've got 5G towers, but we still lose signal by a bloody tree. But um, technology, is, it's, it's the future. And a couple of the things I want to talk about are like smartphones. Not smartphones in that sense, but the smartwatches. Now, my dad, bless him, he was an absolute legend. But I remember in my secondary school days, so literally going from, what, uh, year seven, <coughs> excuse me, to year 11, <laughs> he went mad on buying, like, Chinese phones. So I'm talking, like, um, phones you wouldn't normally get, dual SIM phones, phones that were, like, I don't know, just weird, man. Like, they all came from China, so they were very, like, bizarre phones. I was the first person in my class in year, was it nine, I think, to have a 3.2 megapixel camera with the reflection circle and a flash. Holy crap. But um, I'll digress again. But with smartwatches, they're promoting them as if it's a new thing. But I remember my dad brought, it was just a novelty thing, but it was a watch with a phone. So it was a phone, watch, smartwatch. And the thing that baffles me with it is that the one I remember having, I could text on it, I could call. I mean, you had to have a headphone plugged into it, or your headphones, rather. It was Bluetooth and everything, but um, you, you had to have... I, I don't think it had a loudspeaker in, but you could... No, that was it. It didn't have a built-in microphone, but it had a, a speaker so you could play music. 
and it had a camera and everything. It was literally a phone. You put your SIM card in this watch. It was a big device, but it did everything a phone did. Now, I'm not, I'm not very big on smartwatches just because I don't like them. I, you know, the fact you have to charge it is annoying. Like, I like a normal watch, a proper watch, you know. And um, it baffles me because, like, everyone's making these watches. So, like, you know, places like Avon have got them. Um, you know, you, you literally go on Wish or Amazon-type smartwatch. You, you'll get more results than you ever need. And um, what baffles me with it is my eyes are really sore because I'm, I'm trying to stare. I have to put my glasses back on. Hang on. Ah. I've, there we go. Trying to put them on with uh, headphones is quite a task. But, um, yeah, so... I had a smartwatch and it was more like a health tracker to be fair, like a fitness watch because it could do your heart rate, check your sleep, do all that crap and, you know, answer, like didn't answer my phone but I could read my messages. My phone was ringing, I could see who it said on my watch. Whereas, I mean, you know, correct me if I'm wrong but Apple Watches, I'm pretty sure you can do more, maybe, answer your phone, reply to text messages, I'm not sure. But I don't see how they're any good because... They do what your phone does, and generally, you're just going to take your phone out of your pocket or pick your phone up and use that, aren't you? Like, you're going to look a bit weird talking to your wrist. Unless you're into that, I, you know, I'm not I'm not saying you shouldn't. But I just find it really bizarre because I don't find them... Like I've had so many smartwatches, and I just don't get on with them. Because for a start, I turn all my notifications off. The only notifications I have on my phone are uh, for calls and text messages. I don't have WhatsApp on there. I hate notifications because if, if you look at a phone, I don't even know where my phone is. Well, it's on the table. But if you look at a phone now, it's predominantly glass. So your battery gets wasted because of the screen. And then with the constant notifications, with social media and everything, oh, it's, it's just, it's not worth it. And, like, people are already on the phones all the time, you know what I mean? You, you can't go anywhere without someone, like, glued to the phone with a crooked neck and a gammy little finger. And I just don't think they're any good. They do exactly what your phone does, so why have it? Just get a normal watch. Just get rid of the the weird bloody light-up thing, man. It, it, it's not good. I mean, I'll tell you what, actually. Actually, if a smartwatch had, like, I don't know... I came up with this idea ages ago, so if someone wants to uh, make this, I'm telling you now, I came up with the idea right now, but if somebody wants to make this, they need to have like a sensor on top of a phone or on, on the smartwatch, so if you're not fucking looking, and you're walking around town or somewhere, and you're glued to your phone, it, like it, especially if you've got the smartwatch, it should have like a, a sensor on it, like reversing sensors on cars or something, so if you're getting too close to someone, it bleeps and it's like, bro, move out the way. You know what I mean? That'd be amazing. It should have like two lights, one on each side, one on left and one on right, to tell you which way to go and tell the other person which way to go. Life would be so much better. That's when a smartwatch would be good. But I doubt they will ever make that because it's too goddamn logical. Um, Another one. Or another thing. And this, this fits in with the one I'm going to say after this. Got fluff on my microphone. Gross. And the microphone's been underneath the stairs, so... But um, eating apps like uh, Just Eat or Uber Eats or 
Um, that's all I can think of. I don't really use them. I don't, I, you know, I'm still very old fashioned. I like to go into a restaurant or an eating establishment. But like, especially lockdown, they, they were very useful, obviously, because a lot of people were very, very scared to go out places. Other people were cocks and just decided to ignore it. You know, that's just my opinion. You know, a global pandemic doesn't equal, you know, the same as normal stuff. But we're not talking about that. What I'm trying to get at is, I remember growing up and, you know, there was always that one chippy you'd go to, that one takeaway. And for us, it was um, where I used to live. They opened a chippy in the shopping centre by our house and it was brilliant. But then they changed owners and it went really crap. Then there was one up by my nan's that closed down and reopened again and you went there. But now there's like so many. Like in Birmingham, there's a place called Broad Street. Everyone raves about it. It's a shithole. Especially now with all the roadworks. But you'll have nightclub after nightclub. And then like a series of bloody pizza places or chippies. Or you know that just proper like makeshift restaurants. And you're like come on. There's too many. But with the apps there's even more. Because now you don't have to go into this filthy establishment. You can just order it to your house. Like. Ah. I have neighbours, and it's generally every day there's someone coming to the house with the bloody food bag, like, you know, the freezer bag to keep it hot or cold, whatever it is. And I'm like, really? And half of the time, they charge you a bloody delivery fee, even though they say, no, you could, if it's over £20, you can have it free, and then just cock it up anyway. But what I, what I have found is the smaller, like, um, eating establishments, they're reliable, but the big boys there, they're not reliable. Um, I think it was in lockdown. Uh, we had a Frankie and Benny's, me and my wife did, and they sent us the wrong one. So we ate it, obviously, because we couldn't even get a refund because they're stupid. But I just find it's... There's too many, like... The population's already overweight, let's be honest. You know, pretty much every country, they're, they're overweight. And they do this. They make many, many eating apps to make it even easier to get that fat in your arteries. Well, it's just crazy, like, I don't find it convenient. Like, it's convenient because you want to eat, but at the same time, you're blasting your money on food you don't need. Like, I'm trying to get into this healthy routine. I'm trying to eat better. I'm trying not to eat so many. I mean, I don't really eat chocolates all that much, but I do love biscuits, you know, um, stuff like that. But I'm trying to change it. I'm trying not to have fizzy pops anymore. And it is difficult. I mean, you've got stuff like this. It's just easy. Like, oh, you know, I'll have takeaway to all. Instead of making a pat lunch for work, he's like, you know, I know what, I'll, I'll just get a Mackey's. It's, you know, and it, it tastes nice. I'm not taking that away, but it, it fills you up for a split second. But then after about an hour, you're like, yeah, I'm hungry again. But what do I know? <laughs> um, but moving on to this was Amazon. And I'm not just saying Amazon. I'm using that as a broad term because they're the leaders in this. But like um, Amazon based businesses are killing like your small businesses and what I'm getting at is is it actually convenient yes it's convenient like I'm a really bad shopper so like if I'm buying Christmas presents or birthday presents nine times out of ten I'm gonna wait till the very last minute and panic where Amazon where where I went American then whereas Amazon it, it's you know it's it's there like for instance I just brought some bass strings because I'll be getting to this in a minute because I'm quite quite chuffed. But I'm playing a gig soon. Like literally like 
what, three weeks or something. And then oh, I need to replace the strings because the strings on my bass are dead. Now I can go to the shops and I can buy them, but like, there's no music shops by me. And if there are, they're small time businesses that charge a lot of money. And normally I'm like, yes, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give the money to the, you know, the, the small businesses. But our convenience, I brought these strings. They cost exactly the same. You know what I mean? So it's like, for, for me, it didn't make any difference. But for the the seller, it, that's where the difference is. So it's like, I'm there thinking, like, is it actually convenient? And then I feel bad because like, I should have just gone to the shop. You know what I mean? But it's, most of the time, the shops don't even have what you need anyway. So you, you always go online. It's like Spotify. Now, I'm still in this weird conflict where I like Spotify because it's got all my, well, majority all my favorite artists on there. can make my playlists. But then, you know, there's a lot of big name artists and bands that are just like, yeah, take us off Spotify because we're not getting the money we deserve. And I completely agree because Spotify just doesn't, you know, th- th- I guess the problem is with that is we're not living back in like the old days where we didn't have Spotify. You know, you did rely on physical sales and the gigs and stuff, but it doesn't work like that anymore. Foo Fighters realized that ages ago, but at the same time, it's oh, it's, it's just a, a weird one, isn't it? Like, especially with Amazon, because they've not just got like this, excuse me, this like, on a website where you can buy anything they've got stores you know where like um you can go it's like a, a shopping center not a shopping center it's like a supermarket but no one works there you just walk in and as you pick shit up it scans it for you and by the time you got to check out it's like oh yeah you've got all this this is what you have to pay that is amazing now that is convenient because i hate shopping you know i'm looking at the sound form like the sound wave of me recording this and the one kind of sound wave on my voice looks like a butt plug that's really weird that's disturbing, actually. But um, going back to Amazon, you could probably buy them on Amazon. And I just hit my elbow off the table. But going back to um, Amazon, like, I hate shopping with a vengeance. I'm very much getting, get out. I, I can't be idling around. Generally, if I do, there's only two things I want to look at, you know what I mean? Like, notoriously, if uh, with Aldi and Lidl, the middle section is the best men's section because it's got random shit. You can go in there thinking, you know what, I need to get some food for the week. Oh, I'll have a look at that new trampoline and the new chainsaw that's just randomly next to the stilts and skittle set. Now that's amazing. But generally, I don't care for shopping, so to be able to go in, but, 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 done. By the way, I was just kind of, you can't see my hands, <laughs> but I was just kind of like mimicking, like throwing stuff in a basket. Don't know why I had felt the need to explain that. But you get my point. That is convenient. But then like Tesco, they do that, scan and go thing don't they so you can scan it on the way and then but but there you go but i just think that is there a point where it's convenient but lazy now i spoke about this on one of my past podcasts with like the whole e-scooters that you can ride around especially in england and um like i don't think they're convenient at all and i made my point very clear in that episode because i'm Paying, what, the council, I guess, the the government, to use a scooter to ride around when I can just walk or run or buy a fecking scooter and push it myself and get an exercise. It's not convenient. For me, convenience is where it makes life easier. And I'm not being funny, but paying, you know, even like getting the bus, that was convenient, but now it's a bloody extortionate trip. 
But like them scooters, I, I, could, I could rant about these pissing scooters all my life. But I won't because it's not fun. Um, we'll move on. Where did I get to? Google. Now, Google is convenient because I'm a 90s baby, so I remember Ask Jeeves. Now, that that was the thing to do. But then something like Google completely took over. And it is convenient because now I can be like, I don't know. See, th- this goes back to notifications. I don't even have the voice recognition on my phone because I don't want it to listen to me. You know what I mean? I've got my phone underneath a light. I'm shining it inside. It's like, tell me everything you know about me. But with Google, it is it is pretty amazing because literally, if you don't know the answer to something, you can just say, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to say it because my bloody home hub nest thing in the kitchen will go off because like where I record this is opposite my kitchen. So I'm in like a dining area. And it can hear me. It can hear me. But then, like I said, I can ask it something like if my son was like, dad, what? colour train was this I'd be like oh okay Hillary we'll call it Um, what colour was I don't know the flying Scotsman and it'll tell me and that's brilliant Um, but what I do like about Google is they do try and branch it so like it's not just you know the whole um, uh, what was I saying not the whole voice recognition thing but like it'll link multiple things or your contacts and your your birthdays and stuff, it all link it in your calendar. Not that anyone actually uses the calendar in their phone. Um but it, it's stuff like that. Like I remember when me and my missus went to Scotland and um it, it was weird, like the hotel didn't have internet, but the they had a Samsung TV and she did as well. Like, not that she carries a TV around, that'd be weird. But she had um a uh Samsung phone and she was able to basically screen share the phone so it was really awesome and she didn't need the internet for it because it was the same device whereas at home we've got like the Google Chromecast thing and all that and it is really like easy now to just share stuff from my phone to the TV like we went to um like a like a adventure park thing it's called Conkers and you get to go on a train and my, my son loves trains so we recorded the whole journey for him I made it into a nice little video for him and whenever he wants to watch it, I can just literally click screen share and it's on the TV. Now, that is convenient. Um, another good thing about Google is uh, you can ask it to make farts. Well, I guess that's the same as the Amazon Dots, isn't it? But it, it, it's... I've always tried to find the, the fine line in it. Like, is it convenient? Is it not? Like, fast foods, yes, they're convenient because you can get a quick snack. But it's not very good for your body. Um, them scooters I like so much. They're convenient, but they're not very good. And you know what else is really annoying? I said this in the bloody episode before. They just leave them. Then you've got that poor bloody ranger that has to, like, herd them in like it's cattle. It's hilarious. What else have I got? Because I'll be honest, I don't have a lot written down. I must have started it and then stopped. What are, what are some other conveniences? Velcro. Oh, the bane of my life. Like, they're convenient if you're an adult on your trainers. But if you're a child... And you've got laces. And you can't tie your own laces. You're an absolute wanker. Get Velcro. Val- Velcro is genius. Um, what else is there? What's a good convenience? Hmm. Uh, sat-nav. That's pretty cool. I mean, I'd, I'd like to be able to navigate via map or via signs. But let's be honest, that's not happening. However, I have the worst map or sat-nav in my car. 
It's shocking. Like when I brought the car in 2019. Um, like the car's, uh, how old? What what year were you in 22? My car's like seven years old or something like that now. And I updated the maps to the 2018 or 2019 maps when I brought it. They're still pissing out of date, and you can't even update them now. In order for me to update my maps, I've got to bloody like basically find a hack. That's stupid. Uh, what else is there? So like um. <clears throat> what's you call it uh uber that that's that i quite like uber i mean obviously they went through their very weird uh phase where they just weren't safe and hiring maniacs but that's quite convenient i mean black cabs will forever be the best way to navigate because they don't ask uh is it down this one is it down this one where you're going they they know where you're going now i'm not this is gonna sound silly but i'm not a fan of london i'm i'm you know it's very busy. I don't like busy. I like slow and taking my time. But when I went to London to see Peter Kay, of all things, with my sisters, that bloody taxi, man, it was like, it's like Christopher Columbus. It was genius. But again, Uber, it's as it's, it's quick as, but there you go. And you can track where he's going, which is cool. Now, that is called uh, GPS. So not just Santa, but GPS tagging. Now, that's, that's fucking convenient. In Poundland, I love that shop. They do um those little tracking devices, but essentially it's a GPS. They're brilliant. I love it. Just throw it at someone and chase them home. So, so You know, someone angers you in the car, but get a magnetic one, follow the bastard home. I'm not promoting that. I mean, <laughs> didn't hear that from me. But yeah, I mean, have a think about what, what you think is a good convenience in life. Um, uh, I tell you what, it's not convenient. I've got a belt. It's one of my favourite belts as well. But instead of having like a buckle that you put the like pin through, I don't know. But you like a conventional belt. Mine's on like a ratchet, and I never knew how to undo it. And it got to a point where I was just like killing myself because I couldn't undo it. It was like an absolute pain. That wasn't convenient. But before we end this uh, episode, I want to talk about a gig. Now, me and Bruce, my guitarist, we haven't. Uh, played a gig in four years and our drummer's even longer but um, we're playing a gig in May of all months May Friday the 13th ooh scary but um, it's all for Mental Health UK and I'm, I'm, I've organised the whole thing I'm co-hosting it with Mental Health UK and it's it's stunning it's, it's going to be a great night we've got some epic bands we've got Learn to Lie we've got Blue Theory and Waking in the Hollow they're going to be amazing. And then you've got my band, <laughs> Broken Wolf, our first ever gig. So it should be interesting. Uh, and really, that that's kind of what's happening in life. I've been organising a gig, battling my own self with my own mental health, <clears throat> wondering why I work, wondering why we all work, actually. We're worth so much more than jobs. But yeah, really, I think that's about time to end the show. Well, this episode, anyway. Tune in for the next one as, well, to be fair, there might be another one coming because I am actually going on holiday tomorrow, as of this recording anyway. I won't tell you what day it is, or I might have actually told you the day. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I've got, I've done, what, 23 minutes of talking and haven't had one drink, and you could probably hear it in my voice now. So I'm going to say au revoir, as I haven't stopped spinning on my chair. And yeah, I'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye.